Live from more camera and lighting equipment than we're normally used to. It's weird. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Huh. This isn't the video version we talked no, about. Not. It's not what we keep threatening. Raise your voice, raise your voice. All right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that after more than four years of podcasting, seriously... And many more of writing and blogging about TFC are somehow still carrying on. What have I done with my Why? Life? What have I done? I don't know. I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. Safe space. Safe space. Okay, thanks. Well, on this week's show, we've got something a little different planned. We're not going to really touch on our usual subjects. You'll survive. What else are we going to say? Terrible team. Who knows? Saba contract. Clubbing crisis. Clubbing crisis. Ah! Anyway, today... We really have a video podcast. Well, sort of. You'll find out about it later. Uh, but we are currently surrounded by cameras and sound people. No, not making it up. It's I true. promise. It's legit. But on this week's show, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about being fans. Uh, the why, the how, highs and lows of supporting TFC. Uh, but first, before all of that, to this week's panel. He's our grumpy old man, constantly questioning his sporting choices. It's Duncan Fletcher. Seems harsh. Hello. <laughs> It seems accurate. Seems legit. Mm. Uh, the man who'd follow you almost anywhere for a sexy kitten badge. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. You have no idea. And my wife would point it out too. It's true. She's into that. She's good for of, that. Know, you got yourself a good one. Yeah, I did it right. The man so brought up in one club, he got it inked on his arm. Tony Walsh can't be with us today. He's probably planning his TFC tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I love that. I know. And he'll never it. listen, so he'll never know that I said it. It's true. It's true, though. It's really, totally he's made the appointment. You should see the sketches. Yeah. Is he getting an eye on the back of his neck or the front of his neck? <laughs> um, I don't, Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I didn't find that out. Yeah. He should be original and go for an ear. Ooh. Ooh mm. Nice. Or a nostril. That would just be bizarre. That would be that mark. I know, it's what? What? Keep your fetishes out of our podcast. <sighs> Whatever, left backs. All right. Anyway, as for me... I just wanted a club of my own to support, goddammit. Uh, though I miss my wide-eyed optimistic days that lasted for about two seasons. <laughs> Honestly, this is more fun. Yeah. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. First up on the show, TFC fandom in general. So given how this season and many of the previous seasons, okay, almost all of the previous mm. seasons have gone, why do we stick with the team? You know, we're all footy fans first, and then we became TFC fans, either by just geography, cruel or not, um, or just a desire to have a local side to support. But something that comes up in our lives is why especially given the team's checkered history. It's often weird. You know, it's tough enough sometimes defending being a, a soccer fan. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you like this game? Well, we just really do. And then explaining being a TFC fan on top of that, it's rarely an easy thing. So first things first, how or why did you become a football fan? Duncan. I was born in England. It's just what you do. 
Um, <laughs> that's a good answer, but he's not wrong. Like uh-huh. that's that's just, the answer. Just stretch it out a bit. Yeah, but I didn't. I, I wasn't well. well so then I was born a hockey fan. No, that's not what I'm saying. You, right. You're asking about my story. I know not that's your true. Own. Go no. ahead, Duncan. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just about age six or seven for whatever reason. It's just you know, you see football on TV. You say, oh well, this looks good, and keep going with it, and yeah, eventually you know, you uh, pick the team that's at the top of the league and you support them. It's all very distasteful, and then eventually you find like, a local team you can actually go and watch and buy a share into. Yes, and, you know, you dump Liverpool for Darlington, and then. Eventually, you come to Toronto and, eh, all right. Eventually There's sure to be a, a success. Oh, yeah. What could go wrong here? I'll just uh, start supporting these songs as well. It, this will be all the good times that I never had back home. Oh, yes. Marcus? Well, as a kid, I always loved pro sports and high-level amateur sports. So growing up in Hamilton, I'd gone to see just about any sport, any team that existed within the area. And... Uh, when I was about 11, I went to a Hamilton Steelers game, which was the old CSL. And they were playing Vancouver, and it was a Saturday evening. And uh, they called the Whitecaps? No, they were called the 86ers. Oh, okay. The 86ers. Just huh. But I, I thought it but was I like 40 was years of history for the Whitecaps. Was... I know, I know. Huh. Who would mm. dare embroider that onto a shirt? What a fool. Craziness. But, uh, you know, I went to one game, and I was hooked. I don't even remember if, what the result was. They probably lost. Vancouver was amazing at those times, but... I was I, I loved I was in love with this team. I lived about 10 15 minute walk from the stadium and I went to as many games after that. So when the Steelers disappeared, my love for footy never kind of waned. You know, I'd read Shoot magazine, World so- World Football Monthly, 442 uh-huh. eventually, watched it on TV, went to CPSL games, which was a semi high semi pro uh, league <laughs> with its own it was cast of characters. Mm. Oh, it was geez. something. But, uh, you know, when, when TFC showed up, uh, sight unseen, I bought my tickets instantly because logic was if what kind of a supporter are you if you don't get tickets? You're not actually supporting anything. So here I am. And then that's, that's, how, I, that's how I came to this game. It's my dad's fault. As, as many things are. And he doesn't listen to this, so I can blame him for anything I want now. Um, Tell us about Joe Moser. <laughs> no, you know what? My dad uh, was really athletic. He taught me how to throw a ball, how to shoot a basket. But he's he's American and soccer at that point in time when I was young was not a big thing there. Sorry, Americans. It just wasn't. Um, and he was looking for a sport for my brother and I to play in the summer. And soccer's cheap. And it's easy to... It's one of the great things about soccer is that you can play it with almost no equipment. And he signed us up for it. And like, that was it. I was eight or nine, totally hooked. Uh, and then I was living in Toronto. And once again, it's my dad's fault. Uh, they bought me tickets before I barely even knew there was a whisper of the team. I had season's tickets to TFC. And yeah, so however many gazillion years later, I am stuck with this sport. And many others have fallen by the wayside. I, you know, used to follow almost every sport and... Really, only soccer has stuck it out because mm-hmm. it's awesome, and why wouldn't it? Uh, so, soccer supporters, is, and we are in our in our in our own way. Depends on how you define supporter, and we'll talk about that later. Oh, oh yes, get ready. Teaser. And well, I like to I like to tease a little. Yes. Uh, often referred to as the twelfth man because you know, starting eleven, twelfth man in the stands. So, role of a TFC fan. What is that role and? How do you feel like that differs from other sports fans? It 
probably doesn't differ from other sports fans that much. It's, you know, go to the game, watch it, enjoy yourself. Ideally, you know, this obviously varies from person to person, section to section, all that sort of thing. But ideally, you're actually watching and paying attention and in some way reacting to the game and but like in hockey, encouraging and supporting and what have you. And But in hockey or basketball, like they're not referred to as, you know, sixth man or whatever some of them are, generally not are they? You know what you mean. Right? yeah some but not often but you know i mean basically you know let, let's come down to it your role is to be buying the tickets buying the merchandise putting and, money in the coffers yes mm-hmm. and being one of a large group of things that the club can then sell to sponsors and tv people and so that's just marketing thing. is what you're saying duncan yes yes yeah uh, you know it's it's like facebook or twitter whatever you know if, if you're not paying for the product you are the product we actually pay for this one as well but you know uh i think oh duncan yes <laughs> cynical um but yeah you know ideally there's definitely something to be said for the whole uh sort of chanting singing flag waving get behind the team inspiration angle to it as well i'm so getting you a flag mm, please if Dom ever goes to a game and brings his flag, we're going to make you wave it. Although I don't think it's on a pole. And I don't think you'd bring it. Mm. So we got that going for us. Excellent. I must yeah. have a TFC flag around here. There's probably one. There's probably mm. one. I'll find one. Yeah. This is my goal now. It's my new goal. Get a TFC flag for Duncan to wave. Aim high. Just don't hit me with it. Mm. Please. <laughs> I know. No promises. Yeah. On the video podcast, folks, you saw Duncan shrug non-committally. It's, it's, it's what you do with uh, flags and I'm reading your body stuff. language as just behave, Kristen. And mm. yeah. I'm just going to put like Tony and Roz. No, that won't help either. Damn it. Yeah, well. Yeah, it's pretty easy to get around. Well, get over yeah, I just realized yeah. that. That's yeah. not going to help me at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mark, any sort of? I would I would say that, that soccer and footy fans in general kind of have always embraced the emotional outpouring better than... Uh, typical North American sports, you know, mm-hmm. because that's what you see on TV. And, and there's something, if you're new to it, charming and alluring and wow, how, how do you do that? It's not even why did they do this? How do you yeah. do that? Because you'd never, I shouldn't say you'd never, but you'd rarely see something like that where people are singing and jumping up and down at a, at a, at a hockey game or at a basketball game. If You'll see it in college sports, but even then it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel it's the same, same attachment uh, to to say like a, a a sporting club, you know. So, and I think that attitude is always going to remain unique to to soccer, at least for, at least for the next you know generation. Anyway, I'd be surprised if that starts happening in in hockey arenas near you. So, well, it's yeah. You sort of said something, and I feel like we'll talk about it in just a second more. We're talking about like different experiences compared to other Toronto teams, but there's something so organic for the most part, about the nature of most soccer support. Not all of it. A lot of it is contrived um, and, you know, parts of it can be forced. But there is a lot of, you know, pockets of songs happening or chants happening. And I don't know so much about hockey because as much as I was a hockey fan, I never really noticed it in hockey stands. But I did notice it um, at basketball games. Not anymore. I can't go to basketball games anymore. They drive me insane. We'll talk about that. But... There was sort of a, an acknowledgement of like rivalries or history where you would have, um, what was it? Celtics losing to some, no, the Knicks were losing to, Celtics were losing to the Knicks and Celtics fans were chanting at the Knicks beat players, LA. beat LA. Yeah. And like, that's a magical moment yeah. in sport that mm-hmm. I don't think you would see in modern NBA. And I don't think you see much in modern sports. And part of that is 
Americanization, North Americanization of sport, mm -hmm. commercialization of it. It's touching on soccer, but I think there's still a resistance to it. So I feel like that's kind of how it differs. Not entirely. Sure. We see some of it. Um, TFC fans, I think, you know, I think at the beginning, the role of the TFC fan was just to be super enthused. We, we were just so fucking happy that we had a team and mm. stadium and stuff to go to it was mm. it just didn't really matter it was just it was loud the stadium shook mm -hmm. you know the stadium was spare parts but the stadium then there shook. was just like a lot of attention and feedback yeah and so, oh these guys are new and different this is fun look at yeah, these guys exactly. are amazing and then yeah they just so it just sort of spiraled from that mm -hmm. all right so experience differing from leafs raptors jays mm -hmm. and i i'm gonna go first with raptors just because I, I basketball for the longest time was my my first love sport and soccer uh, took that over. It's the only sport I still pay attention to, but I can't go to I can't stand NBA games because of the the canned music, the stops and starts, and the the free stuff, free stuff. Oh, arena football, the yes. arena football of us, mm, and it. Ugh. But the last time I went to a game, a friend was with me and she was watching me. She wasn't even watching the game. She was just watching me as entertainment as I like clenched my fists and mm. I tried hard not to explode because I just can't, I can't take it. Mm -hmm. Leafs games are quiet. Make some noise, Kristen. Make some noise. Um, you ready for this? No. Jay's mm. games. Jay's games are fun, but again, it sort of depends on where you sit and any given day and I don't know I find TFC games yes even maybe it's because of who I stand with but even in the crappy games there is some level of something we take from it where there's still like a gallows enjoyment and that's you know part of what we do mm. here that's why we have the podcast and the vlog is because we like gallows humor um, but I, I find I just find we're slightly more connected sure I would agree with that I mean that's you know, going back to 2007, I didn't have season tickets originally because I'm thinking, yeah, this is just exactly what it's going to be. This is going to be another North American sports experience where eh, there's nothing really to this. And, you know, you go to one or two games here or there and all of a sudden it's like, oh, all right, well, you know, this reminds me of what I was familiar with in England. This actually feels like a, you know, it's not quite right, really. It's not quite, yeah. You know, there's a lot of different things going on there, and it doesn't seem like any of them they've really got right, but it's more or less... They're trying. Yes. And it's like, oh, did this actually feels like a uh, a proper football game, in uh, in quotes. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I, the main reason I actually got into going to more games and that sort of thing, it was never so much, oh, my God, the football's amazing. It was just like, oh, no. this actually God, no. you know, feels like a sort of proper sporting event like I remember it from back home. Aw. Yes. When he was wide-eyed and... Mm. Up, up. Were, were you cynical even as a child, Duncan? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, no. that's good. It's fine. No. There's hope for the future. Mm. Finnegan won't grow up to be a totally cynical cat. That's no. true. No. That's true. I, I, I kind of feel like with uh, the different... One of the big differences between, like, atmosphere, between you know, Jays, Raptors, Leafs, and Toronto FC is where the cheap seats are. Like when you consider where the cheap seats are at a baseball game, they're way the hell back mm -hmm. close yeah. to the water. And when you consider where the Raptors and Leafs tickets are, the cheap ones, they are nowhere near the ice or court. Cheap seats are right on the pitch. They are yeah. within 
spitting distance. Don't spit. There's spitting things. distance of the pitch. There's you're right on top of the action, and it's in pro sports. It's so easy, especially major pro sports. It's easy to price out the hardcore cash, hardcore fan because who's got I don't know how many thousands it costs to go to other like I, for good seats sure, at a Raptors say. game. Good seats. Yeah. I mean, you look at like the when the playoffs, like the whole Jurassic Park or whatever they call it, Jurassic when the Leafs are playing. Yeah, I mean, how messed up oh, is that? It's like those people. If those people were all like in the stadium, in the arena, and in how the cheap seats right be? there, that might actually make for a good atmosphere. Exactly. But they're not because what they put in the parking lot. The need, yes, I don't know. Yeah, yes, we need the uh, expensive. But like our people, like the the South End seats. You know they're they're less than three hundred bucks a seat. I think I think mine's around there. It's around there. Anyway, something like that. And that's that's all that's for the season for the season for the season. Yes, <laughs> not, not per game, per, not per game, but not that's for the game. season. And mm. like I can afford whatever that works out to fifteen, eighteen bucks a game, and and because I love soccer and it's affordable and it's not going to bankrupt me to want to go to more than three games a season. I want to go to them all because. This, this is my jam. Um, you get a bunch of like-minded people, and they're the ones who are going to make your noise. They're the ones who are going to hoot and holler and stomp and clap. The ones who are paying, I don't know what the most expensive seats are in, in, in any of the other uh, stadiums and arenas, but I don't know if they're the type of people who can get the 200 people behind them to start stomping and clapping yeah. and singing. Because that's not something they want to do. They want to go and enjoy the game and have the best seat in the house and unobstructed. And, and that's fine. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're looking for atmosphere, the atmosphere is right by the pitch. Yeah. And that's the massive difference between, between soccer, between Toronto FC and every other team in the city. You know, and that is, sorry, that is the role of the TFC fan was to save MLS because that's mm. what we did. Well, said, now that the Argos are at BMO Field, where do their fans sit? But at um, home. They don't. Burn Argos. We're here all week. Try the deal. All right. Uh, so TFC fans, Toronto as a as a city has a you know diverse background. There's a ton of different cultures, uh, socioeconomic levels. You know, soccer by its nature, as I sort of alluded to earlier, is inclusive. You know, it's accessible for everybody. Anybody can play soccer. Um, you just need a ball and some grass. Like that's literally it. Shoes mm. optional, depending on the grass weather. Optional even. Um, mm. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, dirt, concrete, whatever works for you. And it, but it fits in with Toronto's makeup in that there's so many backgrounds, so many nationalities here, and so many that come from parts of the world where soccer is, sorry, Canada, we're still working on it. Come on, CPL. Um, you know, soccer is their sport. It is their number one sport, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, in, in Canada, it may be the most played sport by kids, but it's still certainly nowhere near considered the number one sport or even approaching that we still have the big three or four or whatever to deal with. Um, but is the makeup of Toronto, is that sort of like one of the reasons do you think TFC 
was so successful from a fan perspective in terms of a fan support perspective right out the gate? Sure. I think it's got, there's a lot of immigrant that are there to be... Uh, to starved. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, it's like when the the World Cup is on, you know, it's like Toronto is a great place to be because, yes. you know, no matter who's playing in any particular game, that, that somewhere in the city there's a, a bar that's full of uh, very excited people. And so, you know, you kind of tap into that, I think, is what they did very successfully when it started. And, uh, yeah, I think you know, that's definitely part of what it brings. I mean, there is just so many different sort of influences that are coming in to create the atmosphere where there's just like, you know, different styles of supporting, different chants, whatever it might be. Mm. You know, there's all these like different sort of filters that are well, different influences coming in. And and you can say that for anyone. I mean, when there's YouTube and that sort of thing, pretty much anything is very quickly can be absorbed by oh, anyone. Sure. But I mean, if you're in Britain, everything's going through a very sort of British filter. In Italy, whatever, pick every country, everything's going through one filter. Whereas, you know, in Canada and North America as a whole, generally, you know, all those influences are going through a whole bunch of different filters. So it comes out as something very different, really, yeah. which is kind of good. I mean, it's, you know, compared to just like Toronto as a city or like, you know, New York, any big city, you know, go to Chinatown. It's, it's Chinese-ish. You know, got a little Italy. Is it? It's kind of a bit of Italian, but it's not really Italy. But well, you actually got all those different things We're you can in do. little Ukraine. I don't think it's this really like... Yeah. No. Yeah. Isn't it baby Kiev? No, yeah. is that no, 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 not really. No. But, you know, there's... Like, Tiny Odessa? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm running out of I'm running out of cities. Yeah, and um, none of those bits are. Well, oh yeah, that's absolutely perfect. But put them all together. All right, well, this is different yeah. and entertaining and everything. So, uh, you know, that's definitely part of it. I think yes, uh, TFC because of the immigrants that helped TFC become a success. But I mean, it's also what the whole supporter atmosphere is is very much due to who makes up Toronto's population. I don't have much to add to that. I know, I know. That was, yeah, it's that pretty was really well done. That's, Thanks, that was Duncan. nice, Duncan. Thanks, Duncan. Mm. You know, no notes or anything. Yeah. It's impressive. Every now and again, man, he just yeah. blows us away. One and a half beers. Oh, yeah, so you're in the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. Yeah, probably about half an hour before this all goes horribly downhill, oh. but, you know, for now. So for now, this is I'm, this is thoughtful, Yeah. well-spoken, mm. a little loose. Duncan, this yeah. is good. Loquacious. Sort of, uh, Wordy. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh -huh. Talks a lot. <laughs> Sir talks a lot, please, Mark. I loved your album. Yeah, thank you. So street, this one. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think, and again, I think that was, you know, what Duncan said. It's just, it was just waiting here for all those people who love soccer. And uh, yes, World Cup time, you know, they, they support at home, but they need something to support in between every mm. four years. I think also naming the club Toronto FC is both generic and makes it more accessible like if you call it like the toronto storm like it's, that sounds north american mm. you know like it like the city so MLS city nickname that sounds yeah like I, there was it originally i believe if, I, if i'm not correct if i'm not mistaken um i, I believe it was supposed to be called inter toronto mm. they actually yes, approved they, they, the they they inter toronto and i don't I, like i have so many yeah. questions as in how did it get that far and how yeah. and who was the, who was the genius who said no? You need to get rid of that. Yeah, exactly. Who 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 do we you, thank? Who do we send the fruit basket to? Because you you alienate like with all those 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 add-ons from from Europe that that sometimes show up in names. They alienate in like ninety percent of the city. Yeah, which I understand what you're doing, but 
you also have to remember, say, I don't know, the Milan supporters. Who are like, I'm not going to support this crap. Exactly. Right out of the gate. Yeah. But Toronto FC, it's generic. Yeah. But it translates the same in so many countries that you can't you can't be alienated immediately just by the name. So yeah. full points to that. That helped a lot. So there's a lot of there's a lot of positive things about uh, TFC support, whether it's supporter groups in the South Stands or people on other stands. Like one of the things that we love where we are at BMO Field, um, we're in one we're in one seventeen, as you all know. Come say hi. The uh, 118 and then 1, uh, 119, 120. The random chants that spring up over there uh, a lot of the time, I very much enjoy. I'm like, yes, you people. It's very occasionally they'll get yeah. things going, yeah. Usually for, usually for Ben Sheru, who we adore. So legend. That's legend. Legend. Mm. We, uh, we applaud this. Met him at an airport once. Uh, really? Oh. Yeah. yeah, no. Mm. We had close, a close personal friend now. We had a moment. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey there, local ginger. Yeah. Carry my luggage. Sir, sir, can I, can I carry your luggage? I don't mind. Carry my luggage. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for playing the trial, sir. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much how it went. That sounds right. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Um, anyway, so it's it's when you see that in different parts of the state. And then when my old seats, uh, 226, the first year especially, we had a guy at the front of our section, Bobby, not Brizzo, a different Bobby, oh, good. who was Too basically the capo of our section. Mm. And every corner, every free kick that was down there, he got up. And he led us all in chants and cheers until the crappiness of the team wore him down. He just sat there angrily. Mm-hmm. That'll happen. Oh, it was it was quite hilarious. He would just sit there and glare at the pitch. But for a little while, he was our guy. We loved him. Um, but there's a you know there's a bit of a darker side to supporter. There can be, and that happens in uh, a lot of different sports. And we've got a couple different things we kind of want to touch on. Um, one. We'll just we'll start with that as a bit misogyny or sexism in, in soccer support, which is, you know, it comes up it comes up online probably more than it does in the stands, at least overtly. And, you know, one thing and this was a few years ago, I was when I'm not going to say his name because I don't want to give him any credit whatsoever. I don't know if he listens and I don't care. A certain supporter that everyone blocks who has about a thousand different accounts. Oh, that guy. That guy. Mm. Um said something came at me online one night just was totally like sexist horrible we got into it and what was nice was that supporters from different supporter groups because we know enough of them and i know lots of different people in different supporter groups here um were either messaging me or getting involved in the thread saying one this guy's a dick two we've reported him three we've reported him the group he purported himself to be from started messaging me saying he's not one of our members. We've reported him. Toronto FC has reached out to us to say, does this asshole belong to you? No, he does not. Does this asshole belong to you? Exactly. If you lost your asshole. Have you found found, an asshole? If found, take to the local dump. Thank you. Um, So, like, you know, I'm a bit of a, a rarity. I know lots of female soccer supporters, but in that I'm a vocal one. You see that? that I see what you did there. Did you see that? That was great. Um, that was great. But, and people have asked me all the time, you know, do you, well, haven't you run into like issues being a female soccer fan? So not with this group, not with TFC supporters, not with Canadian soccer supporters. Um, from the very first time I met large groups of them, nothing but inclusive, nothing but supportive. Um, you know, you guys are pretty okay. No, you guys are awesome. You're, mm. you're my brothers. Um 
annoying though you can be, but that's okay because I just throw carrots at you. It's true. But, you know, it's never been something amongst this group anyway um, that I've ever had an issue with. It's been elsewhere that I have and never among these fans. So I I feel like that's a really good thing um, with, you know, some darker highlights. So, you know, crazy supporter guy who, God, he's nuts. Uh, the infamous two-stick incident. Mm. Uh, which may or may not have been from a certain supporter group. Apparently it was not, depending on who you talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just type in TFC Two Stick Montreal, and you'll probably get a blurred picture. You might get the whole picture. I remember the controversy. I don't actually remember the uh, the picture now, but... Mm. Really? Um, Do you want me to describe it? I will. Sure. That's, my- this sounds like good podcasting. <laughs> The this video, is a good podcast. video podcast. This is great. Yeah. Yes. For, for those of you who subscribe to the video podcast, you're going to have to go look this one up yourself. So I'm going to do like stick. Mm. No, I'm not going to do stick figures. I can't draw. So the, the oh right, the yeah, I know stick. what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. yes. Yeah, with the, with the, and 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 poorly worded French as well. Mm. Um, and that you know there was an immediate grammar police. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. If you're gonna if you're gonna <laughs> do something, do it right for fuck's sakes. Um and. There was, for the most part, uh, there was a well. There was an immediate smackdown by most of the female supporters I know, but most of the male supporters I know as well. Although that was interesting, that one was a bit more of a oh well, it's just a joke, and I'm like, no, it's so terrible. And we talked about it on this show, and I think um, we had a little bit of back and forth on it, but it was, it's just stupid mm. and not needed. Um. There's much better ways to poke fun at other teams mm-hmm. than to be misogynistic assholes. So, yeah, but why be clever when you can just go for low hanging fruit? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that wasn't even yeah, it was just bad. How many how many free kicks have you, have you <laughs> and goal kicks have you heard where certain crowds like to yell out a certain word in a certain language? But like, like low like, hanging fruit. So why be for, the, for the most part, people condemned it, but it was a little. It's always a little concerning when when people don't even just be like, well, I can see both sides of it. But like the people who went to the walls to defend it kind of thing was a little disconcerting. But it also came from corners that didn't completely surprise me in the more juvenilely minded supporters. Um, sorry, the cat just ran by. She she rarely does this. And uh, mm. this is two weeks in a row, she's come out of the window. Oh, well, we got a mic, uh, so... She looks freaked out. Yeah, Tony's chair is empty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe it is. Oh, and, that's right. And 30% it's because of the things he does here. is meow anyway, so mm. just have that. Yes. Cat. All right. Well, All right. There she goes. Thanks for coming there, Kat. Um, you can follow her at Twitter at... At Shinari Meow. Oh. Mm. I don't know. That's actually a thing. Yeah. Go figure. I don't know. It probably is now. And, uh, you know, and, and that's something that you see in sports media online presence a lot sort of depend it doesn't really matter about the sport um but mark you had something that you wanted to like bring up well you know aside from aside from the two stick incident there was also the famous slash infamous uh effort in the p moment uh from uh, ah, when the yeah right. the live yes. the live yeah. shot okay. the live, yeah. from the from the wanker in the sunshine list mm. who who uh, lost his job and then got, lost his job back. got it back great but like i mean the sad part is with both of those instances, it you know shone the light. Oh, the TFC supporters are terrible. It's like that's two. Yeah, that's two out of how many games? That's two, and 
And of course, of course, they're the most like they're terrible. Yeah. Both of them are terrible, juvenile, brainless. Exactly. But yeah, I, I mean, not as a woman, I can speak that there's not a lot of massage. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. You don't, but, but that's okay. But I mean, I still love you. I mean, even just hearing random crap in the audience, like I don't hear a lot of just generic terrible shit that doesn't get reported. Yeah. You hear the odd one who's usually a guy who's hammered, doesn't have tickets in that section, you know, first time out of the house that mom lent him the keys. Like, it's fine. Yeah. That's fine. He should be punched and punished. But yeah, for the most part, it's like it, it, that, th- those are few and far between incidences. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It is very few and far. I'm sure there's, there's say, a bunch of like random things out there that you know I don't really pick up on and that, but it seems fairly welcoming as a whole. And I think that's part of it would be, I mean, again, I'm going back to England. That's where I'm from. Um, oh, really? Yes. Really? I know. I feel like I had you it so well. You really do, Duncan. You He's, just... I, I just thought that was Scarborough. Yeah, hearing, keeping this yeah. from okay. us. But, you know, in, in England there, you know, football, it's very established. And, you know, you've got, like, huge supporter bases and that sort of thing. Eh, you don't really need people. So, you know, hooliganism, that sort of thing. Yeah, you can fight with people and it's all good and all that because you're not really trying to impress people and, you know, trying to get more people involved in the game and everything. Because I think within... MLS circles and everything, there's definitely still an element of, all right, we're the small minority down here, we're all in this together. Um, so I feel, you know, generally there is more, you know, it's more friendly with other people, other supporters, groups part. and that sort of thing. I mean, but when you know, the MLS Cup was in Toronto back in 2010, there was like people kind of coming from everywhere and yeah, everyone's friendly, that's great, da da da. You know, whenever I've gone to away games, um, you know, it's usually, oh, people are very friendly yeah. and that sort of thing. I mean, perhaps with the exception of Montreal, but again, that's kind of one of those things. All right, there is that sort of natural sort of rivalry there. It's not really anything to do with soccer. It's, you know, it's that's uh, probably the exception to it. But generally, you know, it's very welcome. And I think that probably is to do with the fact that it's a minority and we're still trying to build things up and get to a higher level and whatever. So you can't really be pissing people off. Yeah, you know? I, I think the only like sort of more not Toronto FC related, but more MLS related one sanctioned MLS blogger, podcaster, Simon Borg, um, who several years ago, you know, you know, and, and this, this still made me angry. I think you mean Simon Borg. Yes, that is what I mean. I wanted to oh, love mm. to scream that in his fucking ear mm. who basically, who gave an interview or wrote a piece saying that it's okay if women want to be fans, but they shouldn't be too much of fans. Not if they want to catch a man because mm. men don't really find that attractive. And, And he's like sanctioned and paid for by him. You know, MLS pays him to say shit like that. So I was Don Cherry of MLS. Anyway, so yeah, but it was, but it was, it was, it was such an asshole thing to say. Except for it's not an uncommon sentiment for any female sports fan. Mm -hmm. So that is was really frustrating then, and still clearly rankles now. And then the thing I will continue to fight against. And hi, Jen. We can talk about this later. Our, uh, and you know what I'm going to talk about. Yeah, because we had this conversation not that long ago. I know. Uh, yeah. MLS kits. Um, so there's men's kits on every site. Replica kits. Lovely kits. And then there's the women's version. And I'm using giant fucking air quotes because the women's version all have really short sleeves and v-necks. And you can't get a women's cut of the men's kit in MLS. 
You can everywhere else in the world, including the Canadian national teams. My One of my favorite kits, the kit I wear the most, is my Spurs kit because my Spurs kit is an official Spurs kit. It's a woman's cut. It does not plunge down and, you know, show off the ladies. Um, I don't need the help and doesn't have the shorts. Anyways, it's not, it's not meant to be like, uh, ooh, look at me shirt. It's meant to be a football kit. And yes, I, I understand some people like to wear them that way and that's fine, but there should be an option where you can just, oh, just get the men's kit. They fit differently. We are actually differently built most of the time, folks. But so this is my ongoing sort of little battle with MLS. But Canadian national people, good job. Well done. All of your kits are lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Sorry. I haven't had a chance to talk <laughs> about this for a while. It just all sort Did of. Did you want me to play mm-hmm. Kids City and Podcasting? No, it's okay. Okay. Just checking. You can if you want. No. If you're feeling it. Um, anyway, so let's move on to something, Duncan, you sort of brought up, um, sort of soccer hooligans. Yeah, um, I, I broke away from the rundown. No, 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 it's okay. You were looking ahead to the next section. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You were doing a good job. You were foreshadowing. Ah, devices. That's what I was going for. I know, I know. Yeah. I thought that was very clever of you. Mm. You're still in loquacious mode. Yes. Um, so, you know, fandom, it changes around the world depending on what league you follow and and how you're how you grew up and and how old sort of your version of your soccer league is so stereotypical soccer fan outside of north america is the hooligan Uh, whether it's in england or eastern europe it's you know lots of fights and firms and you know if you go on if you go on netflix or youtube you can find about six gazillion different documentaries thank you danny dyer yes um, <laughs> there used to be two. Now there's so many. Um, and for the most part, I'd like to say that North American soccer support has moved away from that. But like, is it? Have they? Am I wrong in this? And and if they have, is it a good thing or is a little soccer hooliganism a good thing for the sport no <laughs> yeah i don't see okay, actual violence as a good thing no, no. I, you know you can have your yeah. sort of fake rivalries where everyone's all like oh we hate those guys yeah. oh we'll beat you up yeah but you know, it doesn't words. actually have to get to the point of the the fighting and everything it's it's much better if you know you sort of just leave that behind and then you know like if, if they, you see random people from the other team have a drink with them instead if like if it's funny because baseball fans you know, rival baseball fans get together and have a fight. Oh my god, there's so many more fights at baseball games than there are at soccer games. Well, maybe they should mm. maybe they should find something more engaging. Anyway, um, the soccer games. But no, like it, because because like even even people like people who who've never gone to a soccer game before but know are aware of like oh hooliganism's terrible. Yeah. It's like it's like that's that's how, those are isolated incidences. You can have. At any given weekend, there's like 300 professional games being played around the world, and 
you're seeing one, but you're not seeing anything about the 250 that had nothing happen. Yeah. And the 50 that kind of saw something was going to happen, but the cops were all over it and the stewards were all over it and it got put out. But yeah, yeah, you saw this one thing, this one thing. So clearly that happens everywhere now. Um, but I mean, also too, as far as if we move past it, I mean, there's always going to be a mob mentality. And I don't mean a large mob, a small mob, stupid mob. Yes, they are a stupid mob. mob. And all you need is four people who are just violent in general, who had a few too many, who are wearing all the same colors in the wrong city and just want to feel like... I feel know, like that, men? That, yeah, that, that they're actually accomplishing something. It's going to happen. Sorry, that yes, happens I did any, say feel like men. It happens Sexist. in any yep. sport. It'll happen in any... Like It's not even a hooliganism thing. Ever you can find that everywhere. Me. And that's not a hooliganism problem. That's just a drunken idiot problem. Well, so... Something like, you know, and most anyone who says it to me generally is joking. They're, they're like, hey, hey, Kristen, oh, are you one of those soccer hooligans? And I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Did you like the flare when you said it? <laughs> Start chanting. Yes. Jumping. Oh, wow, she is. Yeah, there we go. I got started. three more in my pocket. Authentic. Do you sit with all those crazy people? I said, well, we stand with all those crazy people. <laughs> no, I don't sit. <laughs> sit. <laughs> it's a standing section. Uh, please. Mm. Um, now, it's like I feel like, yeah, for the most part, it hasn't really translated here, except for uh, I feel like it's not just the pocket of guy, people who, you know, get drunk or whatever. And uh, I feel like there are some that want it yeah you know and there's always mm-hmm. but the thing is there is always going to be that section it's just unfortunate when ever they get a plot that 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 sort of thinking gets a bit of a platform where they are looking for trouble or at least profess to be looking for trouble because they want to see be seen as hard guys um they want to be tough and that's where the problems arise and and even if there's not actual problems caused it sort of stems from that and snowballs from that. And I think that part's unfortunate is that in order to, and we're going to, this will sort of like lead into the next thing um, in order to sort of feel like a real supporter, they feel like they have to be like these ultra aggressive, ultra ultras. I'm standing behind my team, standing up for my tribe. Exactly. No matter what. And so, yeah, you know what? Let's lead this into the next section then. So one of the debates that happens constantly, um, if you're a TFC supporter, uh, especially if you're a TFC supporter in the South End, is what makes a real supporter? And we've all had this argument with various people through the years. And it's one that sadly just refuses to find any sort of resolution because there is a vocal minority that's not us. Go on. They can't mm. have this podcast, though. This is ours. Get your own. Get your own. Um, that, you know, and it's the inebriati. Hi, guys. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Oh, they, they know what I'm talking about. I've had this argument with Mike mm. more than once, um, and Chris, and, and other people from this group. And it is mostly them, not the only ones, but who feel that, you know, they adopt a very Eastern European uh, mode of support. And are very open about it. They want to be able to wave flags, wave flares, have smoke for 90 minutes. Anyone around them else, you know, be damned. And to them, that is the only way, that is the way to be a real supporter is to go hard for 90 and be there for the team. 
And I disagree. Quite a bit. Firmly. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I go to every game for the most part. Shut up. Duncan. Um, Not saying a word. He's a, he's that's a, good. He's a springtime supporter. He's on, he's, he's on, she's on thin ice anyway, yeah. Or, no, he wouldn't be anywhere near the ice. It's true. Anyway. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> but, it's true. It's true. you know what? Mm. We go to games. We clearly spend a ridiculous amount of our free time doing this. Mm. And, you know, talking about the team, supporting the team in our own way. Like, we are putting the team out there in the ether by writing about it, by podcasting about it, by tweeting about it, by having conversations with people. We pay attention during games for the most part, except for when the games suck. And then we sing random songs and try to have a good time in our own way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's more than one way to be a supporter for a, a team. And the, to be so adamant and blind that only your way is the right way is a frustrating thing for me. And, you know, that's something that has, you know, it's, 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 again, it's, it's an ongoing argument and it's, I don't think it's ever going to stop, but it's, you know, it's caused its fair share of issues in the South stands. Um, and that'll probably still go on unless they move the supporters again. Who knows? Don't do it. Just leave everybody where they are. You already relocated a bunch of sections. Um, I don't know, guys, thoughts. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's no one specific way to support. You know, there's a lot of different ways that, you can contribute, you know, obviously just you know, buying a ticket and yeah, a financial contribution there, yeah. or you know, actually sort of doing something active, whether it is the whole super loud, jumpy flag waving thing or in other ways, you know, writing, recording podcasts, whatever it might be, or, you know, just commenting on Twitter or just going there, watching the game to be entertained on your own level and yeah. then leaving and not doing anything else. It still counts. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of awkward, really, just the the way things have like mixed, and you know, there's a lot of people that uh, you know don't like that Dean Ebriardi have moved in in front of them. Yes, and you know, why should I move? I think it's it's just awkward, really. I mean, you know, you kind of look at again other places, other countries in the world, and everything, and they're all been going back God knows how long. And, you know, these things can just sort of naturally sort of develop and, you know, people can move to where they want to. And it's all that. Whereas this, this was orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah. It was all very much. OK, well, everyone's starting right now. Who needs to see? Everyone's going to sit where and let's hope it works out. Yeah. And then, you know, you try and move things around and it's never going to change and uh, work out for everybody. And yeah. And, and, and like, yeah, a lot of that's on the get, team. Yeah. Until you get, you know, if there's actual like terraces and that sort of thing, rather than individual seats, then, you know, it's a lot easier to just sort of like kind of shuffle along here or there and yeah. people more or less find what they're comfortable with. But, you know, if you've got an individual seat, you know, that you've been sitting in since 2007, why the fuck should you move? But at the same time, why the fuck should there be a flag waving in front of your face the whole game? And I can very much see where... You know the inebriati are coming from. Yeah. I can appreciate that they're there, but it's like, yeah. You know, I appreciate. I, I can appreciate can the passion, well. and I appreciate any groups any out of any of the supporter groups. You know, Red Patch, USEC, Kings, Original One Hundred Nine. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, hi George. Um, they, uh, you know, they all put time and money into doing tifos and away trips and all that stuff. And we've, I've traveled with them before. Um, and you know, it, they're. For the, by and large, they're good people. It's just there's a 
there's a sticking point amongst all the groups. And it's, it's unfortunate. Like, I don't think our way to support is the only way to support. I wouldn't say, I would never call somebody else not a real supporter because they don't have a podcast or they don't blog or they don't spend games on Twitter kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. be a supporter in your own way. Um, but be respectful of other people's sup- versions of support. Mm-hmm. And like I said, yeah, the, t- the team itself is the front office is as much to blame for the sort of the, the butting of heads along the fence lines uh, in the South end for that, because they, they orchestrated it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's to their, like it's to their benefit. Sure, as far it's to their benefit. As, it looks good on. Yeah. It looks great on television, but whatever. And in commercials. But like, I was thinking about it and it's, and, and it, Questionnaire time. Ooh. Do you like soccer? Yes. Yes. Football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Sweet. Yes. Do you like live football? Yes. Very much. Do you spend your money on it? I do. Sure. All right. Sweet. When you go, do you Compassing actually pay test. attention to it? Yes. yes. Okay. Sweet. Mostly. Does their performance enhance or ruin your day, to, even a little bit, depending on the result? Performance yes. of the team? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Just a little bit. Okay. Sweet. Uh, do you come back even when they're terrible? Yes. Yeah, yeah you as, both do. As, as, long, as long as it's not raining. <laughs> I come back in the rain. Weather notwithstanding. Mm. Do you defend the sport and or Toronto FC? Not as much as I used to. But, you know, <laughs> no, but, but yes. sport, definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's Toronto FC most of the time. Yeah, okay. If you part had, of the reason we do this is that we don't always defend so, them. So, so, dearest listener, if you've answered yes to most all of these questions... You're a real supporter. There it is. There it is. If you wanna, if you wanna light something on fire, okay. (laughs) Does that make you more of a real supporter? No. Makes you a pyromaniac. No judgment. But like, like to me, it's having these pissing contests to who's, who's the realist. It's 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 delightfully absurd. Like, FC, the real world. The realist. The realist real world. No, our, our real world is realer than the other real worlds. But like it's it's absurd. And and whenever I have these conversations, it's like do I engage I know. You know, do I engage it or do I walk away? Do not feel feed the alligators, they will bite you. And I don't want to get bit by because the alligator doesn't know any better. So it's kinda like I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to show that you're somehow better than others. Hang your head on that. Go for it. Yeah. Fill your boots. But I'm sorry. I'm I'm a season ticket holder since day one. If if that's if that's going to be the quote unquote pissing contest moment. Exactly. Yeah. Is this the measuring stick? Is that the measuring we, are stick? we weeping them out in this way? Here you go. Yeah. I, this is my money. I've got two tickets for one human being. Exactly. Which I've been giving out to friends. I've been dragging my wife to. I've, and she's learning. She's learning. She's coming so far. Mary, you're doing so well. She'd probably answer yes to most of these questions. We're so proud of you. Yeah. yeah. She's even stopped calling it the soccer. So it's great. Oh, good, good. That was about 2016. Mm. But, yeah, learning, ah, the good year. Learning learning moments for everyone. Mm. So yeah, like if it means that much to you, just assume you are and walk away. You're, more, you're, you're the more realist supporter than anybody. Congrats. Yes. Put it on your resume. You, I want to send me your LinkedIn profile. I want to laugh. All right. Good, good 
talked element. Yeah. Excellent quiz, Marcus. I, I quite liked that. That yeah. was good. I'm glad y'all passed. Yes, me too. Yeah. I felt I felt like we were passing. Duncan that's, was that's looking the, shady near the end. But... I know, but I, I, I think I think mm. if you're grading on a curve, I feel like. Well, Tony would have failed. Oh, oh, yeah. Pre 2012, I would have aced that. Oh yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes, yes. exactly. Because like, don't forget, there were dark times, mm. and I mean, there I, were. I mean, and and like, we're going to talk about. I loved it as much. I loved it maybe even more than than I do now, and that's not because I'm a, you know, I, I'm a masochist, masochist. But it's <laughs> are you sure? But because it's like Funny this was fun. This was I, I enjoyed those moments where where we were like. Like, do you realize we haven't had a goat of the game in our match rundowns in probably about a year and a half? It got really depressing to do. No, no, but like, no, I mean, we haven't we haven't scapegoated anybody in a long time because the team's that good. That's what I mean. It's been a while. Wow, I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing we're I not know, doing our regular show this I know, week because I know there's a certain number four who's probably got the. First I was gonna say the like, but like, yeah, that would be, yeah, just. just Later, later. Where, where we show folks where we've yeah. come from and yes. where we're going. That's oh, speaking of, oh, go on. We've been watching this team pretty much since the very beginning. Mm. Toronto FC has had defining moments over the years, both good and bad. Mm. Mostly bad for a really long time. But even in the dark days, there were good moments. So what are your key defining moments over the years of being a TFC fan? So what are your top five, or if you don't have five, Although this is the lows, so try to keep it to five. No going to 10 or 20. Mm-hmm. What are your top five lows? Top five lows? Yes. Yeah. After you, Mark. All right. All right. So here, here are my five. Oh, yeah. In no particular order. Kevin Payne and his attempt to slaughter the golden goose that was this <laughs> franchise. Jacking the prices up. Mediocre football. Trying to convince people that Manchester United and Toronto Sea are like apples and oranges. Because Toronto had a season's ticket price higher than the cheapest Man United price. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. The blow to New Get used U- to it, Mark. Yeah, I know, really. Thanks for that, Kevy. It's true. Uh, the blow to uh, New York, worst team in MLS, mm. when a point would get us into the playoffs, and they didn't because they got cracked, kicked out of them. Sorry, Duncan. You were there. It's Duncan's fault, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MLS Was that a Cup- press box game, Duncan? No, 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 no. MLS Cup 2016 penalties. Yeah. Trash. Absolute trash. Miguel Angel Ferrer Martinez. Ooh. Duncan? Mister. Mister! Nine appearances and a lot of cash and nothing. Yeah. Absolute shambles. Yeah. That game against Cruz Azul was magical. It was. Mark, and you know it. I know because it's in my top five pups. <laughs> and probably the most... Most lowest of low, and, and it just because it's such a wonderfully large umbrella, Mo Johnson 
and all of his oh, hijinks and malarkey. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because and, and and it's and it's dark because not so much of what he did, but because I actually sincerely believed, and I still believe to this day, that if your expansion team and you need a guy that's going to get you at least respectable quickly, a guy who has won NMLS Cup as a player, I think he won one as a coach, and he's got experience in the league. Sounds like a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, we saw how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. I uh, heard some, well, I had off the record mm-hmm. sort of interesting conversation oh, yesterday. Oh, you kill the mics? No, no, no. The only thing I will share of it, probably Elton John, huge Mo Johnston fan. <laughs> really? That's so goes random. back to their time at Watford. And oh my God, he played at Watford. <laughs> I heard nothing. I still want to be an Elton John fan. <laughs> uh, 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 Wait, where's my whiz kit? <laughs> um, all right, yeah. So low is yeah. Yes. There's obviously the uh, the the game in New York, the whole five 0 So all three, we um, all have. Yeah, that's yeah. Good yes, yes. right there. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Who who got uh, like five minute of thunderstorm walk to actually before they could see the game? Anyone? Anyone? No, just me. Hmm. Yeah. So springtime support. the real support. I win. Yes. Oh 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah. Somebody only got their season tickets not that long ago. That's very oh. true. Good point. <laughs> Ah, uh, what else do we have there? I would say the uh, has no other lows. No. <laughs> He's so cynical that. Uh, I would say the uh, sort of angriest uh, individual game was uh, well, it was over two games really. This is but going to 2014 when it's like, oh, we're almost good, but no, no, we're not good. Um, basically, after the uh, after they'd fired Ryan Nelson for yeah. no good reason and brought yeah. Greg Vanier and the season went to shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember again in New York. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, yes. good things happen in so New York. So much fun. And uh, yeah, you know, they uh, lost a game there that they uh, needed to win. Michael Bradley got himself unnecessarily booked Red for dissent. Yeah. It made me very uh, angry. Yeah. Then I think that the next game was at home against Houston. Uh, Jermaine Defoe was back. He missed a penalty and there was, there was just you know, a lot of... Hand cream? Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, that was, yes. that was, that was, that um, was, yeah. just uh, a lot good of, uh, that was probably my was, sort of angriest uh, at TFC. Um, going as a season overhaul, 2012 uh, <laughs> broke me. I feel like I was, I was very enthusiastic, even, you know, they were shit and, you know, it seemed like there was some kind of point. 2012, it all went horribly uh, wrong and it's just, uh, and I've never, don't think I've ever really fully got the enthusiasm back after that. So that uh, will be it. Um, let's see, 2015 uh, was when they lost uh, to the in the playoffs against Montreal, 3-0. Well, and it's like, oh, yeah, you, we've just seen this happen in the game before. If you do this, that's this is going to happen again. Yeah, and that's exactly that what no, you did, no, and that's, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. What that's the fuck one. are you doing, that's Greg? Good one. You're awful. Yeah. Uh, hashtag Vanny out. Yeah. Mm. wonder how that turned out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, aside before that, so that's a good question. Um, probably uh, 2009. No, no, no. You're not doing that? Really didn't upset you, the check? That, no? that was an entertaining moment. Oh, okay. yeah. He loves a good uh, villain. Um, yeah, 2009 after, you know, they uh, they won the whole Voyager's Cup and everything, the Miracle of Montreal, it's fantastic and everything. Then they lose the fucking CONCACAF to Puerto Rico Islanders. Come on. Come on. <laughs> don't even qualify for the group stage. Yeah. Uh, that was annoying. All right. So, yes, I have lost the energy drinks, of mm. course. Um, the the nine, in, the nine in a row uh, lost to uh, start the season. I know. Wasn't that clever? That Smooth. was good. Mm. Shut up. Um just because it's and it was it was so it was just it was so unrelenting the losing um the back-to-back losses to montreal in 2015 yes that was mm. the 
Exactly. It was, okay, can't believe you fucked up this badly against Montreal to begin with in one game. And then to go out and play the exact same goddamn game. The exact same game. That was, that was pretty that was That was, yeah. yeah. Um, the end of the 2012 season, uh, you know, after they, they jacked up the prices, the season was shit. Um, the, the protest, which is actually a high and a low. Like, it was a low in that it had to happen. Uh, it was a high in that we so shamed the front office that something actually changed. Mm. Um, so that sort of counts in both columns. Um, the uh, Ronnie O'Brien. Wow, okay. Just, you know what? It's a, it's a low in that it wasn't at the time because I... I looked at friendly slightly differently, but to, to lose, like looking back to being like, oh my God, we lost a quality player and a fucking friendly on a Wednesday night in the goddamn rain. Cause all the games were in the rain. Mm. Um, you know, just stupid. Um, yeah. Mister's Mister's a good one. I'll, I'll go with, I'll, I'll add Mister to that list. Sure. That's fine. Mm. All right. Top five highs. Come on, Duncan. Uh, okay. Be enthusiastic. Sure. Uh, first up, we'll go with uh, to the beating Montreal in the 2016 playoff semifinal. Uh, it's a very uh, sort of magical uh, game all around, really. Um, as what I mentioned earlier, uh, 2010, don't know exactly the, the date, but uh, it was absolutely fucking pissing down against Chicago Fire. And you know, it's one of those games you sit there, this is kind of miserable, but then a whole bunch of good things happen. Chad Barrett scores fucking twice. The mm. team wins 4-1. Magical. It's still one of my uh, favorite uh, games ever. That's what made him a legend. Oh, indeed. Absolutely. Um, uh, there was, uh, remember in 2010, I think it would have been... Yes, uh, 2010, um, for the Champions League, like qualifying to get to the group stage section. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I remember watching the, again, they're playing is Motagua, I think of Honduras. Yes. And yeah. I was watching that uh, at uh, Shoeless Joe's with various Red Patch Boys, and it was just very uh, entertaining, just after they actually won, that one bunch of people just kind of like standing on chairs and just singing, qualifiers, qualifiers, ole, 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 <laughs> which I thought was, uh, you know, very entertaining. You know, you'd usually go with the whole Campiones thing for that, but <laughs> we just qualified for something. We're so happy. Uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, sticking with the Shoeless Joes in the uh, Champions League, I will go with 2011 Yay. when they beat Dallas 3-0. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Um, we got free shots that night. We did get free shots. That was exciting. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Wait, free or three shots? Three shots. Three the owners of Shoeless yeah. came around with trays of shots to everybody. Lovely. No, here. Take. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, man, I'll go with the, uh, the the parade after winning the MLS Cup in 2017. The little uh, sort of thing at Nathan Phillips Square, whatever you call that. Yeah. It was the end of the parade. But, uh, yeah, the Josie Altador's drunk speech. Magical. It really was. Mm. That was beautiful. All right, Marcus. All right. MLS Cup 2017, the game we wanted a year late. Okay. Uh, beating Cruz Azul Champions League 2010. Oh, yeah. The first real scalp of any international repute. We actually that was beat good stuff. a that was good, good stuff. team, and we weren't. So nah. I loved it. I, I loved it, and I've... That was when we had the good JDG. Yes. Yes, mm. before he was putting everything over the bar. Yeah. Uh, 
Toronto, uh, Toronto, Montreal MLS semifinal first leg from 2016. Mm. Toronto, Montreal MLS semifinal second leg from mm-hmm. 2016. Mm-hmm. The most perfect two legs I'll ever see. I in was at both of them. History. It was just drama, comeback, drama. Holy shit, they're dead. No, they're not. Oh, I, yeah, I, I want that on Blu-ray DVD. Yeah. Yes. More Sell so that than, at the club more shop. More so than yes. in the finals. I want that. Including the entire like 30 minutes before the first leg. Where yeah, they with were the line painting. painting the lines. Oh, yes. Even, I, there was, Especially yeah, that. Gamesmanship too, and it didn't work. It was magic. <laughs> and probably the, one of the, it's it's not the most, this is a mixed list as far as order, but uh, beating an eliminated Tigres from the Champions League. Yeah. It's the second real scalp. And it really was the first true measures to how good this current side actually is. I mean, being the biggest fish in a small pond is one thing. But now you get to find out how big the other fishes actually are. And it's like, holy crap, because Gignac is for real. And he scares the hell out of me. Yes. And they... So does Vargas. No fucks were given. All of them. They treated them as if they were... They treated them like they were Portland. And that's yeah. amazing because Tigres is not ever going to be Portland and Portland's never going to be Tigres. I think that's the, the best way to uh, to put that. Yeah. Portland's not going to be Tigres. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a TIFO. Yes. Mine are a little different only because like TFC were, were the first proper side I got to see live, really. Uh, you know, I didn't didn't grow up in England. I didn't have the Hamilton Steelers. Should have. They were great. Um, <laughs> so, shut up. Uh, home opener. The 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 first game ever played at BMO Field. Just, that still was just such a happy day for me. So that to me is like, and to see how many people came out and to, after the game, this one I thought was hilarious. I remember leaving and good luck finding a bar anywhere near BMO Field that you could get into because Nobody was prepared for 20,000 soccer fans all looking for food and drink afterwards. And we just kept walking and walking and walking and pushing further into downtown. I remember my friend and I ended up, I think, at the banknote. And the there was a waitress, a bartender, manager in on his day off because he was in in street clothes, all with like these panicked what the fuck looks on their faces because, again... No one was expecting this. It took months before area businesses kind of figured out. Oh, Put extra staff for on. For a second, I thought it took months to get our drink. Well, no, no. That was uh, when we were at the Foggy Dew. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. They were out of your drink. They were out of the drink. They, they were, were out, out of, the of dish. everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Danny's goal, because that was just silly fun. Yeah. And plus the best, the best giveaway... The seat cushion, you know, there's one in the hallway, as you all know. Um, but just don't shake your head at me. I threw the other one. Um, just the delightfulness of that moment and the fact that it just kept it kept happening. So that was fun. Same year, uh, the year on pitch invasion. Mm-hmm. Was a terrible first year. Mm. Nothing good happened. But you know what? Who cares? Mm. We won the last game. Let's go down. Let's go down and celebrate mm, and have tied it. Tied it. Felt like a win. Sure, no, but I remember. I remember. Ken, I think I recorded it. Goal. I think I ended up recording it because they were, or I saw the replay afterwards, and, and the commentator nailed it. It's like, he, whoever it was said, "This game is meaningless. Try telling that to them." And that's what it was. It was just 
this outpouring of delirious support because there wasn't a lot of bright spots. No, in year no, one. not at all. But like it but was a hey, comeback, you know. We like tied, it was felt it New like... England. Was it? Wasn't it two all New yeah. England? Yeah, yeah. And um, you'd swear we just won the damn cup. Exactly. And I a draw. I still had. I was. You know, it was the first year, so I was up in my seats in the West End, and my friend and I we moved our asses down to the what was the North Stand, which is sort of the North Stand now, and to get to get over the, to climb over onto the pitch. It was so funny. There was like a security guy there who looked like he was going to stop us. And we're like, really? And he moved aside and went, go ahead. <laughs> we're like, And you ruined you. the plastic pitch. <laughs> um, no wonder they had to sell a do. The mm-hmm. Eastern mm-hmm. Conference final, 2016. Magical. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. so magical. Oh my God, so much fun. And... Uh, you know, I want to say the the miracle in Montreal for the for the Voyagers Cup, um, that one time. That's a that's a bonus one. But I do think I'm going to go with Mark for the the T Grace win because holy shit, yeah, yeah, absolutely holy shit. It's kind of crazy. Like there's lots, there's lots, there's other highs and lows, but those all rank right up there. Although props to Duncan for bringing up Drunk Josie. Mm, and yeah. equally drunk Jay Chapman. No, sorry. Way more drunk Jay Chapman. I just wish he'd let Jay Chapman speak. I'm not sure he let, could have let spoken. Let Jay Chapman speak. <laughs> hey! Hey! You guys! Hey! And then they push him off. Mm. All right. Um, since we've brought up Champions League uh, a couple times now, that's kind of what we're going to end the show on. Um, is... CONCACAF Champions League was the highlight of the season. I love it. And in many ways, the highlight of being a fan of Toronto FC, depending on your perspective. For us, or at least for me, Champions League is more important than almost anything else they've done, except for Voyager's Cup wins, because that gets them there. Mm-hmm. And as exciting and wonderful as MLS appearances, MLS cup appearances and wins are. And that, that is great. And supporter shield, all that stuff, domestic trouble, super hella fun. Very, very, very enjoyable. CCL is a different animal and it is, it takes your team to another level and it, it shows what your team can do on another stage. And MLS teams have been trying for years to have any kind of success and only the Canadian team seemed to manage it for the most part. Um, I said for the most part. No, I'm, I'm with you. But, you know, you know, this is, it's such a big deal. And I, I remember having arguments with my dad about this. Oh, I wish they'd stop focusing on CCL. And I'm like, stop saying that. CCL. Like, he's like, they have to get to the playoffs. I'm like, I don't care about the playoffs. CCL is the best. CCL is amazing. So, you know, I've sort of said why I think it's important. Like, why, why is it important? To me, it's it's that fishbowl thing again. Yeah. Like, MLS is the is a weird setup compared to what the rest of the world knows as football. There's no promotion relegation. There's a salary cap, but there's exceptions to the salary cap, and then they had three exceptions to the salary cap, and then there's this TAM and there's GAM and there's all these other weird little mechanics. YTF, and, YTF, Mark. YTF, 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 exactly. Like, there's it's a bizarre league in just how it's structured. Mm-hmm. Yes. But to me, it's like the only way we're going to find out how good this league actually is is if we go and play outside of the fishbowl. So, like, yeah, I love it when Herodriano shows up. And we love it. And I love it when Motagua shows up. And yes. Even when the Puerto Rico Islanders screwed up everything that one year. Like, I loved it because that's those are the measures. Those. Yeah. We could be we could be Columbus every year. 
for the entire length of our existence. But does that make us a good team? No, it just makes us better than Columbus. We can't beat them every year because they're moving to Austin. Ah, but it's... Yes. But the thing is, having those games against... Like, how many times did we run into Santos Laguna? Like It feels like... like it, it felt like three in a row. It exactly. Was cool. I think like, it was twice. Twice, yeah. yeah. But, like, but they were fabulous heels. Play? Yeah. And Hercules Gomez, which I love the fact that he played for them, and I hated when he played for them, and then he was... He was here for like a, a you know a, a, a beer coffee, and a sandwich. He got us into the playoffs. But like, mm. like to me, it's like that's magical. We actually got a player, though he was American. We got a player from a Mexican side and put it on our team and made us better. Yeah, and like that's great. But the thing is, we wouldn't necessarily like if they played him more. Like better. I love the idea that mm. you know we're, we we play teams from Costa Rica, we play teams from Panama, and or I, but I love the idea that we get players from there too, and. How? Like, you actually have to go down and see it because we don't get those on television. But in, in Champions League, we see them. And I also, too, I realize this is the only way we're ever going to have a competitive match against the Real Madrids and Barcelonas and Boca Juniors and Sao Paulo's of the world is by going to the World Club Cup. Yeah. And even if we get bombed out, which exactly. I, I totally expected go. it was going to happen had we not lost out on penalties, it would have been magical. It would have been so good. It would have been magical. And that's, to me, that's where the football dream lies is outside of it. As much as I, don't get me wrong, MLS is fine for what it is. You know, the league is fine for what it is, but the adventure. Let's leave the village. Let's go see what's over the mountain. Sure. Champions League. Exactly. Just I've different. never been this poetic in my life. I know. Look at you. The things I do for the camera. <laughs> that's getting cut out. I was blue steel. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Which, interesting. Wait, does Javinko hit it into the fourth teams? wall? Does yeah. It, off the yeah, head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. the height. Yeah, he's Show. just a bit too close. Gotcha, mm, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different teams, different styles of play, different, you know, all of a sudden there's pockets of random Mexicans in the crowd and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, a certain know. something. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just, you know, I don't know, there's no, no promotion relegation, it's just the same teams again and again and again. And, yeah. Yeah, let's do something different. And even yeah. like even in the in the bad years or in the bad year, the one bad year when they were they were doing well, that was sort of like the confusing thing. They were so shit in MLS, but were somehow managing to do well in CCL. It, like they played completely differently. And it was seeing it was seeing a different game because yeah. MLS, you know, every league has their own style of play, no matter how they try to change it up and adopt new things and be sexy in one way or another. Every league plays differently, and to see see those differences is really fun. And to see your team sort of change it, and you know that was one of the things that actually made me a supporter of Julian de Guzman was seeing his play in CCL. I was like, oh, did that include when we got bombed out six yes. two? Wow, I was like, oh, that that's guy. when I fully turned on him. I know, Ooh. but mm. CCL stuff was he was different, and they were different. Mm -hmm. But the, you know, this year. You know, getting to see them hang with the big boys was kind of cool. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go through this nonsense again. So get ready to be upset by the end of it. Um, but first of all, talk about teams that, you know, we never get to play. Ooh, exotic. Oh, uh. you will not believe the first team we met in this year's CCL. I mean, there were seven other teams. There were seven That other weren't MLS. Yeah. What are the odds that we would get... The, the Colorado one. Rapids. The boring ass. The most. The, the shittiest, boringest, the shittiest, MLS team. boringest We're all MLS aware team. That, that they got in because they were the runner up to the Shield 
from 2016. Yes. 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 Because they did that whole reorg. Yes. And because, because in 2017, MLS they were trash. Can't have Canadian. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, once yeah. again, Toronto FC only gets in the CCL on the base of the Voyagers Cup, as do any MLS. Canadian MLS teams. Has nothing to do with MLS, has nothing to do with winning the MLS Cup or yeah. winning the Supporters Shield. Yeah. We get fucked over for that. Just yeah. so you know. We should have three spots. <sighs> Sorry. We're not bitter. Should have three um, spots. We should have three spots. We should I mean, have three spots. Cup, TFC two, MLS. TFC three. <laughs> you know, I'd give one to one of those other Canadian teams. Yes, mm. Ottawa Everybody Fury. Can play. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the Eddies. Oh, the oh yeah, the Eddies totally get them in their rally rabbit going. All right, but we had Colorado, mm. so yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could it be any more boring? Well, the away match at least mm. two 0 away. With, al- with almost 40 fans. Exactly. Eight in, of them are from Toronto. In the horrible weather. Yes. Oh, my God. Those guys that went to Colorado Legends. Mm. Um, and then there was the home match in balmy February. Yeah. I feel like it, it, it was, was not it actually It actually cold. was kind of balmy. I went the to home that opener game. I, yeah. was much colder. Yes. But yeah. the CCL match. All of the other CCL games and going into yes. Ripple and everything were colder. Yeah. Whereas that one wasn't too bad. No, no. But it and, was dull. Oh Jesus. my god, what a God. shit game. Wow. I mean, like, we, wow. we know there's we know Colorado they, need to score three. Colorado's not gonna score three goals by the end of April. I don't think I, they did. Uh, no. Probably not, no. no. But I mean, that's exactly how it played out. You know, they were never gonna score. We didn't have but to But we score. didn't and but <laughs> but it was sort of yes, it was an advancing, but it was kind of like, really? You I know you didn't have to score, but you couldn't even just put one away against Colorado for fuck's sakes. And it was. It was the dullest goddamn. It felt so not CCL, partly because it was an MLS side. No, that was entirely why. Because we were playing Colorado. It was an MLS mm. side. The, boring the, the, the boringest yeah. MLS side. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. make vanilla look exciting. Nice kids, though. I do like oh. But they didn't wear the but new ones. They didn't ones. wear them. They were the old ones. Yes, which they didn't were terrible. wear the butter kids. <laughs> Or yeah. or the new one with the with the with the light blue shorts. It was oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I because I, I had a point or two about that. Mm. However, we Whatever. did we did the what was expected and got out of out of the, the round of sixteen. However, mm. the rest of the stupid teams inspired against us so that we got the most difficult path that Mark correctly called um, yeah. to the final. Yeah, he mm. did. And first up wasn't hard for the record. T Grays. T Grace, somebody say T Grace. T Grace, what's T Grace? T Grace. This is all gonna go wrong. Yeah, no way. We're There's gonna no, way. no way. No way. No, no, no way. No way. Absolutely. Why? Why would they? Why, why would they? Because they're so good. Fucking T Grace, mm. and they have so Gignac many good players. Bag like thirty some odd goals in his first season in Mexico. And a guy who was a washout just in France. Ridiculous. Oh goddamn. Freezing cold Wednesday night. God, that was awful. Yeah. Um, and they fucking won. Somehow disposed them. Mm. Somehow. 2-1. It's like Osorio with a little sort of back heel winner. Oh, that oh, was... The biggest balls of them all. That was <laughs> just the prettiest goddamn goal. What I love about that is that if he had missed, he would have been like, like just oh, the worst. Oh, up! <laughs> just the goat. Like, why can't we get rid of this guy? He's crap. Back heel in... Genius, absolute football genius. Mm. How is how is the world not coming after yeah. this guy? This kid, he's gonna be a star somewhere. Enter Valencia. Who? I've never heard of him. Is he somebody? Fucking yeah. Vargas though. Vargas is everywhere. Yeah, he was. Mm. 
He was. And just everywhere. So, okay. You know what? 2-1. All right. You know, Sweet. clean sheet would have been better, we, but... We did pretty good. We got us. We got far. Yeah. We've been places. Exactly. We we, we beat them. We looked Bonus good. Time. Whatever happens from here, you know, we can say we beat two Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, oh, hey. and, and that's you all know that what? That's, that's, that, that's all that counts. That's all we're going to get, but Tw- that's cool. 2019, that's, that's okay. we'll we're, figure we're it out. We're good with that. Yeah. yeah. So then, mm-hmm. you know, we have to go play them again because that's how this whole thing works. And uh, seriously, what the fuck? Mm. Mm. There was this whole away goals, and away and goals, mm. and so we lost. But nah. but we won. Yeah, we won mm. because away goals are magic. Yeah. And you have any idea how many times I had to explain away goals to people? I'm mm. so sick of explaining away goals to like people. Like, it's amazing how many people who were paying attention to the tournament was like, well, why didn't they go to penalties? Like, oh, okay, first of all. It this, was 4 4. Why? And it was, oh, God. All right. Do you have do you have pen and paper? All right, let's. Yeah. Let's, uh, so, 3 2 loss. Mm-hmm. But again, the magic of away goals. Lols. Means that we beat Tigres. Lols. And. Again, fucking Vargas. Like Vargas. Hate this guy. Mm. Um, but it doesn't matter. So we advanced past one of the best Mexican sides to keep going in the tournament. Like, seriously, what the hell? Yeah. How, mm. how did, how, what, why? And then we run into the, the best Mexican side, historically speaking. Yeah. Mm. Club America. Well, we had a good run, didn't we, guys? That was... Really? Mm-hmm. Again, do we have to get the... Then we took out Tigres. We'll always have that. Yeah. We'll always have that. Exactly. We'll, we'll talk about that for years then we to gotta, come. we got to go to Cl- uh, Estadio Azteca. And nothing ever good comes out of Estadio Azteca. Never. Nothing. No. Never. You know, legendary stadium. Yeah, no, it's just a fortress. It's bad a fortress things happen to any non-Mexican side that go there. But first, we get to play at home. Mm. 3-1 win Holy for shit. Toronto FC. Three one, but we're gonna need those. We goals are gonna need those because goals. we got to go down to Clo- to to Estadio Azteca, mm-hmm. which is it's a black hole of fun. It's gonna just get sucked up and destroyed, and that'll be it. Good Ashton run Morgan down. scored in that game. Good, still good <laughs> he run. Did. Yeah, he did. Holy crap, Ashton uh, fucking Morgan. Good job, Ashton. We love you. I love you. Kid. Um, so yeah, everything is completely under control, and uh, nothing can go wrong now. No. No. Except Whoa. for we're going down there to play in a stuck because yeah, that means they're going to conquer the hell out of us. They're going to score like four goals and it's it's going to be over. But still, you know what? We beat them 3-1 at home. We beat them. Another, it looked really good. Another head on the mantelpiece. Exactly. We can, right next we can, to Cruz Azul. Right we can next talk to about this for years and all is well. Um, so we go to stupid Azteca and holy fuck. 1-1. Mm. Not bad. Like, not bad. We didn't lose. No, we did not lose. We advanced on our own merits. Like, we had a screw away goals. We yeah, we had them too. Did this? We we they were they were wasn't that the one the goal was scored like at literally last kick? Wasn't that the one? Osorio's goal? No. Oh, Arribe's goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So so this team, our 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 little endless team. Mm. Nearly kind of like, like almost won. I know with a clean sheet, yes, and a win. We're under control. We had it. Uh, we had it under control. Yeah, and at no point that watching that game, good. they're like, "Huh, we they're, they're going to do the business down there." Yeah, mm. amazing. Like we walked into a stack of, 
didn't lay down, looked the better side. Is that the Uzbeki refs? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uzbekistan uh, refs. We miss the Uzbeki refs. Yeah, that, that's talk, okay, I'm, so wait, I'm still waiting to get that poster yeah. to come in. I'm going to put it on my wall. I'm going to dream mm -hmm. about that guy because yeah. he was such a good ref. Yeah, that was huge. I mean, you, we're going into the, the holy fucking cathedral of CONCACAF, the CONCACAF of CONCACAF. Yes. Random shit is going to go wrong, mm. and they're going to do this and this and this. Yep. The ref's going to fall for it, and it's all going to fall apart. And, oh, this is the one game in the entire tournament where we don't have CONCACAF refs. Exactly. I still don't know how they pulled that off. I don't either, that but no sense. we can just pray to all the Thank footy you. gods that this somehow right. happens again. Because, God Vic. damn, that was I'm magical. Mm. All right, boys. Mm. Guess who we had in the final? Because well, we're going to the fucking final. Well, it wasn't going to be Red Bull, because they <laughs> shouldn't have gotten that far anyway. But we got Chivas. Chivas. Oh, God. I'm sure the Mexican, but I feel like we should actually be Chivas. Yeah. I mean, we took out the best team in Mexico. Yeah, and they we haven't been. took out the been... second best team in Mexico. You know. They... Holy, this is real. And they play this really bore defensive thing. They don't attack no. or anything like mm. that. Or... No. No, no. We no. got this. No. Then we got this. We got this. Sure. Uh, but then that first game Then happened. that first fucking game. Mm. First game. God Man damn. marked the shit out of Toronto. Yeah. They were everywhere. I swear they had 14 men on the pitch. Yeah. And a very deserved 2-1 win. Yeah. I can't fault I mean, them. You, we talk about, hey, it's, it's exciting because there's different teams and everything. That was one where, oh, this is a completely This is a completely style. different team that this we've is, seen through yeah. the entire tournament. I, I feel it's it was the first very time. interesting. I feel it was the first time that the Mexican gaffer actually took, took Toronto serious. seriously. Exactly. Just well. Because, like, mm -hmm. even, even like, Tigres were like, ah, oh, we'll get them later. Yeah, it'll be fine. Didn't happen. Club America, ah, oh, we'll get them later. Really didn't happen. Ew. These guys were like, Haha, yeah, we're coming yeah, yeah, for we're, you right now. We know, we know your shtick. And, and, like, that made it a good game in the sense that it was, like, it was a complete surprise. It was like, Jesus, that, what? Yeah. Uh, but it was also, like, it was a shock to the system because, you know, we kind of... Once you hit this last this last round, you know you feel like Super Mario Brothers. You know you've you've beat all the the the, the King Koopas and you've beat all the things. No, the Princess is still in another castle. Princess is still in another fucking castle. But you sort of feel like okay, I know all the tricks. I know all the shortcuts. Can do this. Yeah, not so much. It was like they created a super villain. Mm -hmm. um, so that game really, I feel like that game really threw me anyway, or threw a lot of us. It was like, um, but aren't we better than this? What's happening? don't understand hey, we didn't play terribly no no, no. Got, they get, they the, the look that we may have had in the first two rounds kind of deserted us and then said bono lets in a very questionable goal and yes yeah. all of a sudden what could have been a you know two one three one win if you just look at the basic chances that you had and everything uh ended up being a two on defeat and then yeah. and mm. then mm. all right so away we go so We've had a good run. We've had a good run. You know I'm, what? Like I'm, I'm thrilled. We did. We did. We did really well against a bunch of Mexican sides. Yeah. Like even in the loss, you know, they they didn't blow us out of the water. Yeah. We we hung in. We hung in. Mm -hmm. We showed MLS teams can can do this. We show that Toronto FC is is the 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 greatest. Um, and then we go to to Akron. <laughs> Ohio? <laughs> no. Hmm. I, every time I see it, I just, I'm really just like, is the what? Most confused is that a typo? Ever. Like, why does that say that? Uh, Stadio Akron. Uh-huh. And, yeah. I just remember when that first goal went in for Toronto. I, I know. I a screen that just, 
It was... I didn't know it was inside me. It all felt... Just, like, just guttural, just like, oh! This is a weird battle cry thing. Nice. And, and because it was at that point, it's like, they're not dead yet no, at no. all. Everything felt new and possible and... And they, they, they won, but they didn't win. And this is what I hate explaining to non-soccer people. But didn't they win? No. Um, so 2-1. The way goals count? Well, no, because we've but got the Because this, and there's no... Place, oh, there's no extra... Mm. Why isn't there any extra time? We don't know. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> a CONCACAF rule. This yeah. is the stupidest CONCACAF rule ever. I hate you, CONCACAF, for this. Uh, Monvic, I need you to change this nonsense. Because what the fuck? Yep. So instead, we go to penalties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had we at this point I was like we definitely Oh, we're done. Oh, we're done because we had a very good run. Kicks are the worst 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 way to decide a winner, but also the worst way to lose. I I, yeah, I would I would argue that penalties are just there are no winners in penalties. No. There really aren't. Like you basically as far as I'm concerned, you won a coin toss. I'm not even talking about who goes first. The randomness of it went in, it didn't. So it's like, awful. like, fine. I just and that's another thing I had to explain. It's like because it's always penalties are stupid way, and it's like, well, how would you end the game? Do we play for another hour? Do we play for another two hours? It's got to end somehow. Golden it sucks. Goal. Bring the back worst. the golden goal. I like silver goal personally. That was that. the so, only so time I ever saw that work. That, that actually, you're right. Yeah, the I, only time I ever saw that work, I'm like, this is the best. We was, don't have to play the whole. That was weirdly overtime. satisfying. You're right. Yes. Goal goes in, halftime, end of the game. <laughs> this is magic. Anyway, too much fun apparently. Mm, it's difficult in that, like, it's something that 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 TFC, like only two other teams, like, can hang their hats on. Is that you know they they took it to the final. They took it. About as close as you can take it, mm-hmm. um, and like I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I'm still like so happy that you know, like they they played so well against these Mexican teams and did something. We sort of, you know, we've not sort of, we've wanted for so long. So mm-hmm. it's 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 the thing that is still like the hope. It's still the dream. I, I almost again, I, I MLS success. Important only in that it keeps good players on the team and keeps the team like gelling together, and we win we win Voyagers Cup so we can go to the CCL, and the rest of it's kind of like out there for me, and I don't mm-hmm. really care as much anymore because I really want this. This mm-hmm. is this is a huge deal, but I've wanted this for them for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, Michael fucking Bradley, well done. <sighs> and it, really, what has he done for us lately? It's true. Yeah. Foreshadowing for the last game that just happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of those things, you know, if you're going to lose on penalties and somebody's got to take the ultimate missing, losing penalty, that's Michael Bradley. That's not bad. Yep. Yeah. I can live with that. I'm all right with that. Mm. I, slept, I slept okay. Mm-hmm. But. All right. So close. So one last thing before we close out our show, because this, mm. this, is, this is the end of the show. Um, Where are they now? Where? Oh. <laughs> no. No. Did we missed that. Yeah, we missed that. Right. Sorry. That's on a different podcast. Uh, so with years of failure and mediocrity and a wee bit of success. Mm. Cuz it's just it is just a wee bit of success and it's and new. it's it's nice that we've been able to enjoy and be happy shiny a bit and but it's not never going to you know wipe it all away. 
Why do we still do this every week? Because the Canadian Premier League hasn't started yet. <laughs> so we're going to change the name of the podcast when the Canadian Premier League starts? Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, in a, a more serious answer, because yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things you kind of you start off with it and you, you just keep going. Really, after you know, it's 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 like religion supporting a football team. Really, you know, you've got your God damn. You know, are you saying I found religion? And I didn't even realize it. Not, I'm sorry, not Carl. Exactly. I'm sorry. But you know, you you've got this. The basic action of the, what it's supposedly all about is pretty much unimportant and pointless. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a lot of things that go around that. You know, you've got your songs and your costumes and all the... There's the, smoke. The weird nonsense. Yes, there's, there's, there's smoke. smoke. Yes. <laughs> and generally the, the main good thing there's that you get... There's a bit of communion, you know, there's yeah, the beer. The, the main thing you get out of it is a, a community and think good things that can come of that, whether it's friends you make, things you do. And, you know, we we're kind of talking about, you know, the inebriati and, the, you know, whatever like. But, you know, I think they were one of the main people raising a lot of money recently for yeah. the whole uh, Toronto. For Toronto Strong, absolutely. Yes. Over $8,000, they did uh, a very good job. So, so congratulations. I mean, Thanks, guys. Yeah. Basically, the actual football itself is completely pointless. But there's a lot of kind of good things that come around it and keep you going, even though, you know, you maybe realize that you don't really take the, the actual football itself seriously anymore. You know, there's a lot of good things uh, that uh, that go with it. I do this everything. I do this every week because I like talking soccer. I like the bouncing of opinions back and forth off each other. I don't take it super serious, but serious enough. I like hanging with you guys because we're like-minded in those many ways. Footy and it, but with Footy, it just deviates enough where Duncan cannot be a fan of Dero and be wrong about it. But I still respect him. I still respect you. Why the fuck? Yo, hey, I'm talking. Dero, great. You, you, you built a team. You're doing this. You're doing that. That's great. You're, uh, you're creating these opportunities for kids. You built a, a women's soccer, almost semi-pro soccer team. Good for you. You're going to name it after yourself. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And so many other things. Carry on. I can have a semi-serious discussions about the new kits of 2017 and how they're pretty damn good. Different part of that sentence. <laughs> but I can also have a conversation about the new kits of 2018, how they were terrible and boring. Mm. Yes, they were. Uh, and this all came about because we were having a conversation in the stands. You know, I love that rapport, the banter, and we're hilarious. And I mean that not because everybody thinks we're hilarious, but we make each other laugh. Exactly. And if we can make each other laugh, then others might find us semi-amusing, and it's clear that's exactly what we do. This thing was a conversation in the stands that we decided to take out of the stands and record it. And that's why I do it every week. Because, because we're poor. Yeah. Because I still think that TFC fans don't necessarily have a fan voice. And I think we're that. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of the fact that we do that uh, mm-hmm. because you guys are my family. And I can't imagine not hanging out with you every every week doing this. Um because, yeah, it's a lot of what you said. Like, this is, we all found each other. And this is, you know, social media maybe brought what sort of got us together. But soccer and TFC is what holds us together. You know? And it's been such a huge part of my life. I can't imagine letting it go. So no moving the team. Just saying. <laughs> I suppose I can move to Hamilton. I don't know. Um, it's, it's up and coming. Even when the team is shit, we like doing this. And because... Yeah, we want to talk about the team. And we may not be the most analytical group of people, although if you listen, it's in there. 
You just have to listen past the singing and the and the the, the jokes and the throwing of carrots and things. Um, and honestly, because for the most part, it's a lot of fun. Like I can't. Where else do I get to have this kind of fun? Like even yeah. like it, between games, games and this. Like this is this is this is the fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that's crazy. I think that's kind of awesome. So. Mm-hmm. So see you next week. I know. So that is our show for this week. So Mm. join us next week when we return to our regular scheduled program of TFC malarkey, silliness, and so on. Yeah. I want to thank two of our three usual panelists for joining me. Across the table, as always, at Duncan D. Fletcher on the Twitter is Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Uh, Next to me, as per usual, at Kittner Mark on the tweet machine with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Still doing that. Always will. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet. Just Google it. At KZ Knowles, I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Toronto, get used to it. You do, did you do things? Yeah. Oh, oh, good call on the one thing I just saw, actually. Which, which one? The, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 yes, that. Well, yeah. Right there. Yeah, that's, that's the only, that's the only thing I can think of. I'd, but I mean, it's the other it's thing the that other happened. the other thing, exactly. It's the other, like, overt thing. The other did I put these back in not telling you, no, it's mine. Can't have it. Sorry, I got injured. Damn it. Ah. <laughs> There is a lot that goes into this. There really is, yes. I was half expecting two GoPros, okay, honestly. Two GoPros and a gorilla pod. <laughs> Just one gorilla pod. <laughs> where someone's else holding the other one. If you want to change the lighting in the room, it's... Totally. Have at it. We've already taken over the whole living room. You might, really, you might as well, yeah. There's a cherry on top. That's his problem. Local Minority Podcast, Home Renovation Edition. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to blow up this wall. I was like, what a... if we open up this wall? Yeah. It gave you yeah. some... Exactly. Open concept. Open concept. <clears throat> We're going to put a breakfast nook right here. And you didn't even need permission from your landlord. <laughs> oh my god, if I... are you kidding? If I could knock out this fucking wall? I actually have a kitchen that... Had a, this tiny little bit of functionality to it, mm. or at least part of the wall. That'd be, oh, that'd be magical. Oh, which light bulb? Did, one of those <laughs> light bulbs doesn't work. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. It's like she planted it. It's supposed. Oh, wait, wait. Turn, oh. turn on the light. Wait, turn oh. on the light. Make sure it is, uh, that is the one that's working. Okay, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. We met in the stands and we now brought it to, you said it nearly at noon in a really great way. We 
met in the stands and we now decided to record that. So I, I just loved how that. Mark, can I see your thing? Do you want this Twitch. Scroll, yeah. scroll to the very end of your thing because I know you type all this shit out. You've been transcribing this the whole time, Mark? Yeah. The whole show? Uh, yeah, when I'm not doing this shit, I'm a stenographing. Stenographing? Stenoing? Stenographer. Stenographer, probably. Whatever. It's not. All right, hold on. I have, to, I, have to, I have to rewrite this. Hold on. To be fair, this whole episode 236 thing, not it's quite not, exact. It's not accurate. Yeah, it's like. We, we started at episode 26. So, just oh, okay. for yeah, shits and it's, giggles. It's, it's still two. Yeah. It's still in the two hundreds. That's legit. Yes. Yes. Why, why do you start All right. So here's the terrible joke I thought would be funny, and I put on the website is that we did twenty five of them, but we recorded them like a set, and we lost them in a warehouse fire. Uh, okay. Here's episode twenty six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Episode twenty six. Exactly. We also never thought we'd ever get to episode thirty five. Yeah. So yeah. Huh, it's like look, Star Wars, look, look how exactly. long we started episode four, but we're look not how long running we are. Yes. Yes. That's what we should do. God, if we prequels episode one. If we can get old epic, like yes. old games, yes, I w I'm in. I'm in. I am yes. totally in for that. Now God bless you, sir. That oh my God! I am putting this at the bottom. Yes. Oh, that 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 should be that should be the we can't make it this week. Let's put this in the can. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ha ha throwbacks. All right. Any other questions, you two, or Brent, no, or so. Dane, or anybody else? I just, uh, also, just I'm, I'm I admire and fascinated how. Long you guys have been doing this and over four years. 